today with Joni Hendy. Hello, Joni. Hello. Uh, this is probably the uh, millionth time you and I <laughs> sat down and talked. Uh, you are definitely an optimistic tale and a person that uh, I enjoy talking with, uh, hearing about all the great things that you're doing at, at Dumas Wesley Community Center. So what I want to talk about today, we've got we've got the uh, toy store coming up, which mm-hmm. uh, listeners will know from last year's episode that mm-hmm. when we recorded that, that that is a big event for y'all. Yes. But before we do that, uh, I want to uh, slow down a little bit. And you and I have been talking now for probably six or seven years. Yeah, a long time. long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I want the listeners to get to know you a little better. Okay. Uh, I think you're the optimistic tale in this story. <laughs> And so if you can give us a little bit about, uh, about your background, how mm-hmm. long you've been at Dumas Wesley, and what got you involved in this community project. And I say project because, you know, Dumas Wesley's been around for 120 plus years. Yes. And so mm-hmm. what got you connected with them, or how did they get connected to you? Maybe I should say it like that. Well, I, I'm what you call a, um, a Dumas Wesley lifer. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> you don't look that old. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. You don't look a day over 120. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> um, so I'm the Marketing and Public Relations Director for Dumas Wesley Community Center. Um, I started working for Dumas Wesley in uh, 2007. Okay. And I continue to work for Dumas Wesley because it's, not only um, a mission that I believe in, but it's what shaped me to where I am today. Okay. So as a little a person, as professionally, a, personally, what are you talking about? Personally and professionally, okay. Eric. So in 2003, I moved over here from the West Coast. Okay. And some of you, some of your listeners might know my story or my background, but for those of that you don't, who don't, who don't, Um, um, I am a survivor of domestic violence and I uprooted myself and my son and I was pregnant at the time, um, and just needed a fresh start. And so I came over here to Mobile, Alabama. I had some friends over this way and, you know, I just found myself kind of, you know, lost, um, not knowing what tomorrow would bring, um, not ever being in a type of a situation where, you know, um, where I'm living in my car. And, you know, so um, I was at the Salvation Army, uh, their emergency shelter, which is called Family Haven now. Um, Of course, emergency shelters, uh, they only assist you for three or six months, up to three to six months. And temporary temporary shelter. And they referred me to Civil Smith Family Village, which, again, is a transitional housing program of Dumas Wesley. Um, so in um, almost a year later, uh, in 2004, um, my life changed. Um, my life changed when I was accepted as a resident of right. Civil Smith. And so I was there for two years. And throughout these two years, um, I was able to rebuild my life um, and become the mother that I had always hoped to be right. and be here professionally working for Dumas Wesley 16 years later. Right. And I think that's one thing, Eric, that I'm proud to say that Dumas Wesley not only provides these programs and services for the needy, 
but they believe also in their participants because a lot of our employees are actually former participants just like I was. I, w- I would say a lot of them are. Yes. I was surprised because I think we talked about that last time mm-hmm. and how many actually come back to to, mm-hmm. to give back, to, to right. pay it forward, right. as, you, as you might mm-hmm. say. And so everything that we'll talk about today okay. has not only personally touched my family and, you know, assisted my children, but continue to um, provide, you know, um, provide me uh, the ability to, you know, grow professionally and still personally. And so that is the reason why I call myself a lifer (laughs) and um, I'm forever you know, indebted to, you know, Dumas Wesley and its programs. Right. So you actually have buy-in. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. I, I, don't, I don't mean that lightly. I mean, right. you, you understand the programs, and you've probably been at the forefront of some of these, uh, of the newer programs mm-hmm. that, uh, that that Dumas Wesley has come mm-hmm. on. So, I, you know, from, from a personal point of view, uh, as we talk about the different programs, uh, I hope that the listeners will hear your sincerity when you talk about these things. Because, mm-hmm. I, I, again, I've said this before when I, in these podcasts. I'm sitting in a room, and, you know, we got our headphones on, and we're looking. Right. I can see the, the joy and the sincerity and the dedication of the guest I bring in from your facial expressions mm-hmm. and how much what you're doing means to you. I hope they hear that today. I hope so yeah, too. I, I do because so it's it's a it's a blessing for the community that we have people like you, and uh, and I know you're going to be continuing to do great things. Well, I appreciate so, that. Yeah, Thank you're welcome. You. So let's let's get going with the first one because okay. West has so much stuff. I, we are nowhere near going to cover. Right. But because I, I you know I have a uh, I, I like the holidays mm-hmm. you know and I, and I like what you do with the. Uh, Dumas Wesley Toy Store, mm-hmm. and that's going on right now. It is, and it's uh, set the the current date for 2023 is the 9th of December. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So let's let's talk about how uh, people can. Uh, well, first of all, what it is, may, maybe a little background of how because it's been going on for quite a while now. Since the early 70s. Wow, that mm-hmm. long. Okay. That long. I, I wow. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm impressed because I, I thought it was in the 90s to be honest. Okay. And I thought it was. Uh, you know, about 30 years. Wow, in the 70s. Yes. So what? So how can, first of all, who does it benefit? Mm-hmm. And, and give us a general idea of the toy store, where it's at, where it's located, and, and how it operates. Okay. Well, well, first, Eric, um, not only just the toy store, but just Dumas Wesley in general, um, we have a philosophy that's woven throughout all of our signature programs um, where we believe in a hand up versus a hand out. Okay. And so what we want to do is we want to be able to um, teach our participants how to believe in themselves and also how to take care of themselves and their families. Right. Um, it's kind of like how you mentioned earlier, the buy-in process, right? right? And so what we do with our annual toy store is we collect new toys and bikes and for individuals, um, families, um, the families living at our transitional housing programs, Civil Smith Family Village and Baldwin Family Village, they're able to come to the toy store and shop 
and purchase toys that are discounted. And when I'm talking discounted, Eric, I'm talking about um, a $20 toy might cost a participant 2 or $3. Okay. So, you know, um, heavily discounted to where right. we're making affordable for these um, parents. Right. Because ultimately what we found throughout all these years since the early 70s is that, you know, everybody loves something free, but what it does to one's self-worth and mm -hmm. dignity to where we've had participants say, Joni, you know, thank you so much for, you know, allowing me to be able to afford Christmas because all I've ever wanted to do was provide Christmas for my kids and, right. and you made that possible. Right. And again, this, you know, hand up versus the handout philosophy um, is, is incredible. And even when I was at Sybil Smith, you know, I had the opportunity for two years to shop at the toy store. Right. And when you're on an income that's very little or you have... Um, no disposable income. Right. right. And things are expensive even right. way back when. And now you can imagine now how, you know, inflation has right. risen the prices up. Right. Um, when you see the joy on the participants' faces, not only, number one, that they know that they are providing Christmas for their kids, but number two, they can fulfill those wish lists off their, from their, for their children because right. they're in there selecting and choosing the toys that they think that their kids would want. It's That's just right. not given to them. Right. And what's great and why it comes full circle is because the proceeds from this event go right back into our after-school program. Okay. It goes right back into our neighborhood outreach program that assists um, individuals and families who maybe need assistance with the utility bill or rental assistance. Right. Um, it's helping out a senior citizen in our programs that, you know, might need assistance. And, you know, so, you know, this is my favorite event of the year, not only because I love the holidays, right. but just because, it's one day out the year that I know that, you know, that day, it's going to be a great day. Right. It's going to be a great day. Yeah, it's, you know, smiles and happiness yes. is always a good mm -hmm. thing. And it, I, I, the reason I, I, uh, I, I want to get this episode out there in, in, in a timely fashion is because uh, listeners still have time to make donations. Mm -hmm. And, and that, that's the... Uh, yes. So... Uh, December 4th right. is the date that we're asking anybody that would like to donate. Um, we do ask that, again, the toys be new. Okay. The toys are unwrapped. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to have a price tag on them. We'll guess. Yeah. Like I said, we're guessing on the low end. Right. Um, and uh, they can drop off their donation at Dumas Wesley. But there's other ways that you can get involved, too, whether or not you're a local business or a church. Right. Um, if you're not able to um, donate toys, why not sponsor a family? Now, how much, now how much is that involved? So um, sponsoring a family is $100. Okay. And what this entails is um, right now the application process is closed, and I think we have over 50 families that have signed up for this toy store. Okay. Over 100 children will be serving. Right. And so what we'll do is if we have sponsors – we will select a family that is really needs some assistance, right. some additional assistance. Right. And we will let them know that a secret Santa has gifted them um, money towards the purchase of their toys. 
So, for instance, if you're a mother with one child, right. each mother or the mother is able to spend $20 for each child. Right. So if you have two children, it's $40, right. you know, three children, et cetera. So um, usually it's a larger family. Right. Um, and we have a lot of families that are shopping for four children. Um, there's several families that have five children. Right. And um, you can only imagine, you know, they're going to need some assistance. And so that's where these special Santas come in and sponsor a family. And we don't, we leave the uh, sponsor anonymous. Right. And let me tell you, when they find out that morning, we don't tell them until they're, oh. until they show they're gonna, up. You're going to, I'm queuing up, folks. Yeah, we don't show them until they, until oh. they show up. They have money in hand because they're oh, yeah. thinking they're going to purchase these toys, right? right? Um, and we're like, hey, guess what? Oh. A secret Santa had just purchased your toys. Oh my gosh! Some last year we had, you know, participants crying. Oh my God! How can I thank them? You know, and and that right there is what they say the reason for the season. Yes. 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 That, and that, it's that, just that type of yeah. And you're not only just providing an opportunity for these parents for you know to give them their children toys and right. grant their Christmas wishes, but you're giving them something their 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 self worth. You're right. you're uplifting these families and it's just not mothers. It's single dads that are shopping. Absolutely. It's grandparents. Absolutely. Um we have plenty of grandmothers who have custody of their children right. who are also shopping and need a little bit of assistance. Mm-hmm. Um we have local businesses that set up um a box in their business and they ask their patrons or their employees, hey we're collecting toys for Dumas Wesley um, and so there's a lot of ways that people can get involved. Students right here at South, each year there is an English professor right. that um, collects toys um, throughout her English um, classes. And right. so the students get involved. And, you know, it's hard for students, too, these days. Oh, you know, yeah. income is limited, limited <laughs> too. Right. But let me tell you, they come by and they deliver the toys. And it's such a great experience, not only for the patrons, but also for those that support the toy store. Right. And so with with a, a you know a person that wants to sponsor a family, mm-hmm. it's a hundred dollars, and I understand you can do a corporate sponsor. You can. What now? How much is that? A uh, corporate sponsor, I think, uh, is five hundred. Okay. Um, and, or you could just make um just a donation. Okay. Um, you can go to our our website. We have um an online portal portal where you can make a secure online donation of any um amount. Okay. Um, so what I want what I want to do I'm glad you you mentioned that because in the description of the of the episode mm-hmm. I, I put links and mm-hmm. I, I I want to put the link to the donation page okay that's okay mm-hmm. and so in the description uh, listeners just go back to the description uh, wherever you uh, got to the, the podcast whatever service you use there should be a link you know go over that word I'll, I'll probably put it on the toy store words okay and they'll link it and that way they can go directly to the donations mm-hmm. and uh, and I also want to, this might be a good transition, I also want to put a link in there to how uh, community people, people in the community can volunteer, mm-hmm. uh, not only for Dumas Wesley, but for the toy store. Because yep. I know that y'all need volunteers that day, which is, again, I'll repeat, the 9th of December. So I want to put a link to the to there as well. Now talk to us about if someone you know doesn't have the money to be able to, mm-hmm. but still wants to help, how, oh, yeah. how can they offer their assistance that way? So you could only imagine with thousands of toys that are donated, right. um, 
we start. I've seen the place. I don't mean to interrupt, but I've okay. seen the place where it's in a big cafeteria. They're yeah, on, it, on the campus. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is. Um, and what we do is, of course, because we are going through each individual toy, we are um, marking the price of the toy so that it makes it easy for the shopper to see how much it is. And so all those toys have to be displayed. And it's not just in boxes. What we do is we display the toy store like they're in Walmart or they're in, well, what used to be Toys R Us, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, where there's a, um, a row of tables for the girls, a row of tables for the boys, the older kids. Um, the toy store is geared for children zero to 12. Okay. Um, there's babies, there's games. Right. And so that week of the toy store, which would be that Monday through Friday, volunteers, if you'd like to get involved, they can come help set up the toy store. Okay. Um, what time do they need to be there on the night? Um, so if or, they wanted to volunteer on the actual day, right. they need to get a hold of me like the day that they're listening to this podcast gotcha. because okay. it is such a popular event for volunteering right. that it fills up fast. I okay. mean, um, so we've already got at least six or seven volunteers now that um, are going to be volunteering. Okay. Um, the day of, we have several board members. We have Southeast Toyota Finance. Um, and so... Um, you know, if you're wanting to volunteer the day of, you need to contact me at Dumas Wesley ASAP. I'll have that linked in the description okay. as well. All Great. that'll be linked. So this is, there can be several links in there mm -hmm. that people will be able to get in touch with you. Yeah. And okay, like awesome. I said, if they don't, if they're not able to this year, um, and they really want to volunteer maybe next year, it happens usually the second Saturday of December. Okay. Um, and they can contact me, you know, in November and say, hey, you know, I want to volunteer at the toy store. Your right. slots filled up last year. I want to get involved. Right. Now, for now, I know the deadline is, uh, has already passed, but for any, any families that, that need will need assistance, mm -hmm. they can also contact you for next year as well. Right. Or a lot of times. In November. That, mm -hmm. That's an earlier deadline. Yeah. So um, we usually have a good month where we're accepting applications. Okay. And uh, we also are able to assist families after the toy store. Um, if we have toys left over, okay. we'll either, uh, last year we donated to several organizations and nonprofits to the city of Mobile okay. who had a toy drive. Um, and we also reached out to the patrons who weren't able to come on Saturday because they either had to work or, you know, um, they missed their opportunity shopping. So they all call us on Monday and say, hey, am I still able to shop? Or they may have seen it on the news right. um, and then they'll contact us. And so we try our best in order to also assist a few families after the fact, too. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. So with with this being the 120th year of yeah. Dumas Wesley. Mm -hmm. uh, if, if our listeners does, uh, didn't know that, it's 120 years since this year. Yes. Uh, what, in, like like I said earlier, you and I have been talking for years now. Mm -hmm. What is What have you seen has been some of the uh, extra, I, I guess, not only challenges, but how does Dumas, let, let's go to the benefits first. How does what Dumas Wesley is doing today, do you think has, has changed or not changed let's say from 50 years ago to 100 years ago so from the 1920s to the 1970s to today obviously there's maybe some similarities but what do you think have been some of the unique challenges that you've seen this over the last few years that probably you know you've had to, to change the way you did 
your community engagement? Well, I think if we're talking about positive first, um, I always like to talk about positive things. Of course. Um, hey, we're optimistic. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, I think expanding our programs and services to serve even more um, is something that has evolved over the years. So in 1903, we were founded by a group of Methodist women here in Mobile. It started out as childcare for the families working in the cotton mills in Crichton. Yeah. My, um, gra- my grandfather was actually worked in the wow. cotton mills. My, wow. my grandfather, my great-grandfather, one of them had okay. worked in the cotton, cotton mills, mills yeah. over there yeah. in Crichton. And so, you know, those families needed child care. And so, you know, the ladies would offer free child care. Um, and, you know, several years later, uh, it continued to evolve into um, a daycare where uh, the daycare started uh, serving the actual local community. And then from there, um, in the 50s and 60s, it incorporated to where it was serving and providing um, these services that kind of we, you know, offer now to right. where we're rolling into our after-school achievement program, our okay. senior program, um, our family daycare home program. All those programs started to exist in the late 60s to the early 70s. Right. And, and then, of course, our transitional housing program um, was founded in uh, 1999, and uh, that was Civil Smith Family Village. Right. And then um, this year, we expanded into Baldwin County. So, again, um, that's the Baldwin Family Village. Right. It's our second transitional housing program. So you can see that, you know, each y- in, in the years, we're evolving to right. continue to expand our services to... Um, not only the mobile community, but like I said, to the Baldwin County community as well. And that's really exciting because, um, you know, not many people know or think that homelessness is a problem in Baldwin County. Right. And um, just to throw a few statistics out there, Eric, okay. um, in um, 2018, 3,200 individuals were experiencing homelessness in Mobile and Baldwin County. Wow. 300 of those were school-aged children in Baldwin County. Yeah. And so there was a need. Right, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And uh, we teamed up with um, uh, Fairhope United Methodist Church. And they came to us and said, hey, we have an idea. Um, We would like to... um, we would like to have a transitional housing program that serves single women or mothers with children and model it after Sybil Smith Family Village because that program is so successful. Would you like to get involved? And of course we said yes. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so when you say transitional, mm-hmm. what do you can you uh, expand on that and, mm-hmm. and, and yeah. tell the listeners what that actually means? So if you remember when I was telling my story and right. I was at Family Haven, okay. I mentioned that was a shelter. It's Correct. an emergency shelter. Right. So an emergency shelter is very short term. Um, again, it's usually three to six months, if not shorter. And so. Although it gives you a roof over your head, it really doesn't allow you to work on a lot of those insinuating circumstances that may have led you into homelessness. Right. And so transitional housing 
gives you that time to work on those things okay. because um, our program is a two-year program at Civil Smith. Now, with Baldwin Family Village, it's still a transitional housing program, but it's a one-year program. Okay. So um, the individuals or families can stay at Baldwin Family Village for up to one year. And uh, we just opened our doors in May, right. and we've already served 47 individuals. Wow. Right. That's awesome. And it's a little bit different than Civil Smith. Now, the program itself and um, the case management, the life skill classes, all of that is the same. But the um, Baldwin Family Village is, it, it's kind of like community living. They, okay. We have 13 suites where, you know, we're able to accommodate either, again, a single woman or a mother with kids. And then they share living spaces, such as the kitchen. We have several bathrooms. Right. We have a, a, a communal li like living room area. Um, and um, currently today, we have 23 individuals that are living at Bowen Family Village, which is 10 families and 13 children. So we're almost at full house. Right. Um, we're almost at full capacity. We have three suites left. Um, and we'll be at Full House. So it's going to be a monumental uh, event is, is when that first family transitions out. And right? guess what, Eric? We've had seven. Already? We've already had seven families. I'm cheering up again. Right. Seven <laughs> families out of those 47 individuals be able to successfully move into permanent housing just since May because wow. we've given them not only the tools that they need, but also the time in order to, you know, help themselves and to better themselves so that they can take care of themselves and their family. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yep. So we're really, we're really wow. excited. And let me tell you, we have a great team over there that has worked extra hard, especially even our team at Civil Smith that has, you know, um, working right alongside our staff at Baldwin Family Village in order to make this happen. Right, right. So... We've talked about the toy store. We've talked about the uh, the Baldwin County uh, facility over there because they we didn't have that last year mm -mm. when we were talking. Y'all were working growth. Yeah, yes, growth absolutely growth. So you know, putting on your your future goggles, your mm -hmm. back to the future goggles. What what do you think it, with the trends that you've seen over the last couple of years with that growth? What what do you where do you expect to see Dumas Wesley say in another ten years? Where is the growth market? now well um that's a good question i see ourselves in 10 years still assisting you know senior citizens in our sale program right. our kids in our after school program um having our uh two transitional housing programs but goodness in 10 years i can only imagine with the challenges that are here today especially after the pandemic, right. we have seen an increase in not only domestic violence, right. but um, so for instance, our residents or for those that call who are in need of housing or assistance, right. it has you know grown by almost 75% to wow. where people who are seeking or needing assistance because of domestic violence right. has grown. And so... I, would, I hate to say it, but because of, of, of that, um, I, I would hope that in 10 years we would not need another facility 
okay. to assist the homeless. But if we do, I would hope that we would be able to keep on expanding our programs and services to, you know, just be here for another 120 years Absolutely. and providing those services. Right. So it, it's, you know, it, it's hard because, you know, the, the challenges that we face now you know, it, it was a little bit different even just several years ago before the pandemic. Right. And it's created, the pandemic has created not only all these challenges with, with but also with mental health challenges too. Right. That's right. And, you know, um, and that only not just affects those experiencing homelessness, but also our senior citizens with right. isolation. Um, That's right. You know, those who are facing food insecurities, mm-hmm. um, our kids, you know, our kids have it tough as well with, um, you know, only, you know, with things that are happening at school and in their home life. Right. So, um, you know, I, I just hope that in 10 years, can, Dumas Wesley continues to stay strong. We're con- continue to be supported by the community so that we're able to provide, again, these programs and services that we have been for 120 years. Right, exactly. And, you know, I, I think that's probably what's been the staying power of an organization like uh, Dumas Wesley because you're, you're tied to the community. And in 120-plus years, you know, the basic needs of the human being hasn't really changed. Mm-hmm. Technology has changed. Mm-hmm. You know, we can get around faster. Mm-hmm. We can talk faster. You know, there's Internet. There's AI now. Mm-hmm. And there's all sorts of things. But, but the basic needs of, like you said, food insecurity is right. still there. It was there 120 years ago. It's still going to be there. Mm-hmm. So it might, you know, the facilities might look different. Mm-hmm. You might, you know, have, you know, electric cars or whatever getting to the facilities. But I think the basic needs, the services that you provide aren't going to really change that much. Right. You know, and, and so I think you're, you're... And we might on, expand. I think you're on spot. Yeah, we might expand with, you know, um, but still keeping with, again, those those um, basic needs and essentials. Right. right. Yeah. The, toy, the toys might look different, mm-hmm. but the need to have the toys is right. still it's there. It's still the same. It's still the yeah. same. Yeah. Right? We, we want to still continue that, you know, philosophy of a hand up versus a handout throughout right. all of our signature programs. Right. So do you, do you get a lot of donations of the old school toys like Slinkies and, you know, some of those? We get a, the one toy that we get a lot of that I price, maybe 20 of them, is the Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. We get a lot of. Do you those. ever see the Rock and Sockham robots? Do you remember the Rock and Sockham robots? Somebody, I, I challenge yeah. somebody to, to make a donation of a Rock and Sockham <laughs> robot. Let's, let's keep that the, the the new generation tied to the old generation. So we've talked a little bit about the uh, the the volunteer, but is there anything you want to add as far as how people can help? Not just with the toy store coming up, but some other areas that you might have a need for volunteers. Oh yeah, so. You know, because we have so much going on, Eric, at Dumas Wesley and so many programs and services, um, you know, somebody, whether or not they're an individual or a family or a church group, civic group, we have so many opportunities for service. Uh, For instance, let me just go over a few. For our seniors. Our seniors are 60 and older, um, 100% living. 60 and older. Uh, (laughs) Are you able to... Join our program, Eric. One hundred percent of them are living at below. I just got three gray hairs coming <laughs> out of my head. Are living below the poverty level, and they're living on a fixed income. And one thing that is um, crucial that we are 
are always in need of are those daily essential items that right. we use every day, such as um, paper towels, toilet tissue, hygiene items, right. things that we sometimes take for granted because we can just go over in our bathroom and grab it. Right. Well, for our seniors, they're having to pay out of pocket for those expenses, and so sometimes they go without. Right. So what we call bingo prizes are these essential items. Okay. And so we play bingo, and they're able to win these items, which is, again, one of their favorite games. Right. Um, and it saves them money. So um, it's a great way to donate these items right. that um, go for our seniors, but also come and donate the items, but come play bingo with the seniors. Right. And, and then, on yeah. And then that way you can see, you know, um, how much joy your items that you've donated, right. how it can change their, just the, the trajectory of, of our seniors, um, day to day lives. Right. Um, for our transitional housing program, at Civil Smith Family Village, we have 18 apartments. We're talking about apartments that include, you know, living room, whether it be a one, two, or three bedroom, right. a kitchen. And so when a family moves in to Civil Smith, they are provided everything that you would need in an apartment right. to survive if you just came with the clothes on your back or nothing at all. Right. Um, so this would go all the way down to the silverware, pots and pans for the kitchens, towels, sheet sets, comforters, pillows. Right. Um, and so, you know, we have community partners that step in and help donate these items right. because these are usually items that we can't cover through grants. Right. So um, because the grants cover like program services and such. So, um, you know, adopt an apartment um, and, you know, purchase these items. I just want to mention at Civil Smith, uh, with these 18 apartments, we are at Full House. So when you're listening to this podcast right, right. now, we have 18 um, individuals or families living at Civil Smith Family Village currently okay. um, and 33 children. Wow. Yes. So you can only imagine how many items that we go through um, and, um, on a daily basis. And then when that family moves out, yes. So unlike the toy store where you donate toys for a specific time, Mm -hmm. y'all have that need. Yeah. So all of these needs that I'm going to cover are year round. It, you can volunteer for any of these needs year round. Um, and then, um, with the items that are donated at Civil Smith, what's great is that they're able to take those items with them into their new apartment. Oh, that's When I moved out into my apartment from Civil Smith, um, I took everything with me. Of course, you take everything but what's like the furniture and appliances, obviously. And I still have my pot, Eric, that I had, that I cooked with at Civil Smith. And you'll you'll never get rid of it. I I won't. I I do not cook in it anymore. But to me, it it serves as a reminder of just how far I've come. Right. And although to some it may just be a pot, but to me, it signifies my journey. Right. And that somebody loved me enough in order to donate that right. to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, oh, and then at, at Baldwin you. Family Village, um, because I talked about community living, right. um, we provide supper for the residents. The residents provide their own breakfast and lunch. Right. And so we have um, sponsors from the community, or we're seeking sponsors from the community okay. to donate supper. Monday through Friday for our families. 
And we have a great support system from the Baldwin County community who step up, they sign up, and uh, they donate spaghetti, hamburgers, um, especially during the holidays. And it's a great way for families to get involved, too, to cook at home, Mm -hmm. um, and then you bring your meal to the Baldwin Family Village. You can either sit and eat with the residents, or you could just drop off the meal. But it's a great way to serve your your community. Um, And then, you know... um, Let's see, what else? Uh, we have a clothing closet that supports our families at Sybil Smith. Um, okay. You could always donate clothing. Um, you can come and teach a life skill class to any of the residents at Sybil Smith Family Village or the Baldwin Family Village. There, is, there are a lot of, of ways that people can get involved, and the best way to do that is to go to our website. Okay. I know you'll have it in yep. a link, but it's dumaswesley.org. And we have a tab up top that says volunteer. You'll click on that and you'll find all the opportunities with all the details. You can sign up there on our website and then um, I'll be notified. Of course, some of the opportunities are strictly for adults. Some of them are family friendly. Some of them require background checks if you're working with our kids because I forgot to mention also our kids in our after school program. We need volunteers to help us with tutoring. We currently have eight USA right. um, students here from South who are volunteering. Um, and let me tell you, uh, they are a godsend, especially when it comes to this elementary um, homework. Right. Because it's a lot different from, uh, you know, when we were in school. Yeah, the new math. <laughs> so, uh, like I said, you know, uh, these are year-round opportunities, and it's we appreciate our volunteers at Dumas Wesley. And we we could not do what we do without volunteer support. We're a very small staff. Um, and, you know, we depend um, on these volunteers to not only, um, you know, donate items, but also to come on site right. and um, witness for themselves, you know, how these programs are making a difference right. in the lives of everyone that we serve. Yeah, it's a beautiful campus over there uh, in Crichton. Um, mm-hmm. Two things before we before we, we end here. Uh, one, I want to talk about the pickleball. Y'all still doing pickleball? <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> so how many, do you have like teams, you tournaments? How do you, how do, you do the pickleball? Well, it's just, it's what they, now <laughs> I hope pickleballers who, regular pickleballers don't call in Eric and say, that's not how you play pickleball. <laughs> Uh, so pickleball is very new to me, but what we wanted to do, um, you know, we wanted to offer a service for the community. Right. And of course, for those of you who know about Dumas Wesley, we have a beautiful gymnasium. Yes. It's a full court gymnasium. It is, yeah. And nice. when it's not being used by the seniors or our kids in the afternoon, we thought, wow, well, pickleball is really popular. So one of our board members brought it to our attention that, hey, Pickleballers would love to play pickleball on that court. So what we did is we teamed up with um, some volunteers. They came and showed us all about what we would need to do to get our court certified and ready for pickleball. So every day during the week. Pickleball (laughs) Right. (laughs) Every day except for Tuesday, we are offering pickleball for the community. It's what they call open play. Repeat that time. uh, every day during the week, okay. except, well, during the week, Monday through Friday, except for Tuesday. Okay. So Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, what is it? Thursday. Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Right. Between the hours of 9 to 1, okay. 
we offer pickleball to anyone who would like to come play open play. Mondays are designated for beginners, meaning sometimes we'll have volunteers to come help out for those who are new to pickleball and maybe want to play at their own pace or just want to learn more about the game. Um, Bring a friend. Um, It's $3 a play uh, all day or for those times from 9 until 1. Or you can get a punch card for $20. I think you can get 12 play times. Oh, that's cool. Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so if so you... have you done a tournament yet? No, we have not done a tournament yet. You need to, you need to do a tournament. <laughs> a well, we're trying to get our staff to <laughs> do some sort of staff retreat where we're all learning how to play pickleball. Okay. Yeah, it's a fierce game. Yeah, it is a fierce first. game. Oh, yes. Especially with some of them Some of our... Take it serious. Yeah, oh, some of our um, regulars, especially on Wednesday... Yes, they are in it to win it. And you better know how to play pickleball. If not, do not come on Wednesday. But we love them. It's 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 just another great service that we're that's, offering. It, that's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the last thing I want to talk about uh, before we uh, end this is we talked about this last year, and I'm going to ask you, I'm going to put you on the spot, what what does the plane pool look like? Y'all, y'all going <laughs> to have that this year? Well, does anybody have a hundred and thirty thousand pound airplane and a place that we could pull this airplane over at least the course of twelve feet? Please get a hold of me at Dumas Wesley. Unfortunately, Eric, because of the new because of the air the new airport that's right. being built over at Brooklyn right. and just the logistics of it, it just has not been able to come to somebody fruition again. Somebody out there listening has got to know yes, somebody. And somebody. all I'm saying is, and I think I said this last year, even if you don't want to donate the plane, if you are working on it or you have a plane out even there. Even if it doesn't run, but it, doesn't if it run, has wheels. But you need to move it from this spot <laughs> to that spot Give to work on it. Give Dumas Wesley a call. Ask for Joni Hindi, and she will make an event out of it. It will yeah. be on TV, and you can get your plane. You you retain ownership. We can get your plane, and we'll move it for you. Well, they will move it for you at no cost. It's just some time involved, and was, make an event out of it. I'm telling you, it was I a great just, event. I remember watching it on TV. Yeah, you know, it'd be like after oh, well, they had it, and just to see that. Yeah. and I think was it. Uh, uh, Mary G. Montgomery football mm-hmm. team? Are mm-hmm. they the current? I think they are the still reigning, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. And then, uh, the, so we had a community division, and so they were our community division. And then we had the first responders division. Um, team Sheriff took it one year, and then um, uh, Mobile Fire Rescue took it for several years. And right. so Mobile Fire Rescue is our standing and probably will be our uh, forever um, champion for. Uh, first responders division but oh my gosh i mean how often do you get a chance eric to pull a huge i haven't i haven't pulled a, a huge plane in a while it's yeah been, it's been airplane yeah it's been a, a, yeah <laughs> so it, it was a great fundraiser i mean you know there are a lot of good fundraisers but right. you know this fundraiser was very unique our executive director um brought it to the attention of us and and took it to brickley airplex air Brickley Aeroplex right. and Airbus and Mobile um, Airport Authority, and they were on board for several years, and then they had to go move the airport. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, but I, I know there's got to be somebody out there that has an airplane. Yeah. Somewhere in this 
I mean, we have two airports now. Yeah. Somebody listening has to know somebody that's got an airplane yeah. that they we'll will even allow take a you private to, jet. Well, whatever. Yeah. Just something that needs to be moved less than 20 feet. <laughs> 12 right. feet is 12 what feet, we did. Right. 12 feet. We had teams who were competing who could pull it the fastest over the course of 12 feet. Right. And it was basically for bar- bragging rights. Of course. Mm-hmm. But it's, yeah. But it's fun. That's it a was fun thing. great. Right. Yeah. So that's what I'm. That's my uh, my call to action for mm-hmm. the listeners to try to see if we can. Didn't happen last year. Didn't happen this year. Let's see if we can get the plane pool this coming year. Yes. Okay. Knock on. Knock yeah. On knock on some wood. <laughs> knock, on, knock on some wood. Well, Joni, uh, again, it's been a pleasure. I'm well, glad you were able you. to uh, squeeze. I know this is a very busy time for y'all this time of year, but uh, I will have the links in the description okay. for how they can uh, help with the toy store, vol- uh, not only volunteering, but donations as well, mm-hmm. as well as uh, links to the website for uh, the rest of the year, because I know y'all are, y'all are, you know, 24-7, literally. Yeah. And so I appreciate you coming. Uh, any Final words you want to? Well, I just appreciate you and and the opportunities that you offer, you know, not only nonprofits, but individuals who are making a difference in their community. And, um, you know, like I said before, Dumas Wesley has changed my life. And um, any opportunity I have a chance to brag on Dumas Wesley and what they do for the community and individuals like me, you know, I appreciate it. So thank you so much, Eric. You're very welcome. It's my pleasure. And again, listeners, go to the description for all the links uh, that we've talked about in today's episode. And also, you know, please hit the follow button so you can be notified of any future episodes of Optimistic Tales. 